Gimel. The educator needs to know this is of utmost importance. Don't have a general concept. This is the curriculum for all the Talmidim. But he has to go ahead and be manic to give over, to instill an individual for every single child Customize, custom tailored to the emotional traits that Hashem gave that specific student. Unbelievably difficult job. Every single student is comprised of different. One is creative. One listens and repeats well. One memorizes. One needs to have Havana. One likes Iun. One likes Pekias. And you can't say, okay, this is the curriculum for everybody. You have to have an individual curriculum for every kid in the class. Kefishi bi'arnu b'reshti v'reinu al yisoyed ha'kosuv. Like we explained in the beginning, on the yisoyed, the fundamental principle of the pasuk, chanoich l'nar al pidarkoi, b'mechanach each child according to his way, his way, kol echod v'darkoi ha'miyuchedes, every single child, and his individual derech that he has of the midas and emotional traits and personality traits that Hashem created in him. And that's all for regular healthy kids. The imenduber b'yeled mesubach. But if you're talking about a child that has emotional problems, struggling child, a struggling child who comes and sits into the room, and you're going to give him just standard, you failed, you're not good enough, because they're not going to be able to do it. If it's a struggling kid, yeled mesubach, it's It's a shvera shvera sin. It's a very bad sin that you're not fulfilling your chayv to give this kid the individual curriculum that he needs to be successful. Such a sweet mashal. Mashal adam Example of someone who's going to go buy a suit in a store. If he's built perfectly, and he has mamish the perfect proportions, he can take a suit off the rack. Perfect size, and that's it. If he's not so perfect somewhere, he has to so custom tailor the beged to fit him. When it comes to spiritual matters, there's not a shayla, every individual kid needs a special treatment, individual treatment. Straighten out the crookedness in his hearts to deal with his problems, his his issues, the hasibuchim shenosim and his internal issues and complications that he's stuck in. Like we spoke before about kids today have so much emotional problems going on. It's unbelievable what's going on, on under the hood. And every single person needs a tipul ruchni. You have to deal with them, a special tipul miyuchad. A treatment. You have to look into that window, the principles and the mechanechas. You have to look in and you have to see, Chaim's not doing so good. Miriam is like spaced out. She doesn't look good. What's going on with them? What's happening under the hood? You have to deal with that. And if you're not going to think deeply about what's bothering the kid, the child is going to suffer their whole lives because of that. Because they went through second grade and third grade and fourth grade. They went through weeks or months feeling yucky for a reason and nobody even noticed. 
And nobody even cared because we're busy mass marketing. Everybody get up, everyone go to lunch, everybody go to recess. We have to make sure we built a beautiful system. Baruch Hashem. You know, I was thinking about it. When we were kids, the school system had half the chairs empty. They were so excited that somebody's going to sit in the chair. And if someone's going to pay tuition, even more. Chassidus was being built up. To get a new chassid? You know what it meant when somebody said, I want to bring my kid to yeshiva? It meant in, in 30, 40 years from now, you have a whole, you have 50, you have a whole bus of grandchildren for your maizid. It was a great account to have. It was exciting. Today, we have Nesayin Aisha. We have 30 seats, right? And when there's a new grade or something, there's like three empty seats and 60 siblings trying to get in. It's almost impossible. We wanted to get my daughter, who was Baruch Hashem, a superstar, into high school. We had to go at 2 o'clock in the morning or 3 o'clock, wait online through the night to go there online. And we were like number 8 and forget about it. It was done. It was done. It's not their fault either, because why shouldn't they fill it up with best kids or yichas or money or, or whoever was able to not sleep, I guess, the most hours. I mean, what do you want from them? If I was running a business, I would want the best paying client also. Why? It's nothing wrong with that. But we, we're not excited about this anymore. What he's trying to get us to realize is we got to look at them while we're mass producing Klal Yisrael at the same time as individuals, you know, not just another kid. He's going through something. He's having a hard time. Maybe his parents are fighting. Maybe it's, it's who, who knows? But we have to care. And if we don't care, the child will suffer for his whole life. Now, I think, I think, this is Nevoah. Because this was written about 30 years ago, at a time when mass-producing students was working out quite well. We really never heard of kids going off the derech. Now, 30 years later, we have so many kids saying, I sat there and nobody noticed me. Nobody cared about me. Out, next, out, teacher, this, go to the principal, go to the therapist. And he was saying, if you're not going to be misamic, deep as an educator, into what's going on with little Chaim, he's going to suffer his whole life from that. And now we're seeing that. I get calls from 50-year-olds and 60-year-olds who are suffering from what happened to them 30, 40 years. Nobody knew. Nobody even understood that they have to care. Nobody was talking about it. And they're suffering Adayamazah. And if you open your eyes, you can see people, they daven, but not really. They learn, but not really. They're suffering. There's that broken dar. Before there was therapy in the world and before there was this individual caring. So right after the Holocaust, the Holocaust Rabbeim seemed to have done great. People didn't break. It's like, until we saw the open brokenness, there's like half broken. Guys in shul, they're just not what they should be. They don't have that open heart and that love and that commitment. Something's missing because he went through hard times and nobody noticed. Too many kids at home, too many kids in schools, too many kids in, in everywhere, everyone's mass. It's very hard to be an individual. Kids are not being noticed. And he pointed it out 30 years ago. We have to notice. Notice. Forget about the solution. It's half the solution. It's just noticing. Something's wrong. She's not herself. Who's going to pick up on that? Who's going to pick up on that? Actually, I think the education system today, from what I could see, is in the last 10 years much, much better. So many schools have like extra staff members and people. They're really getting it. They're really getting it. And so many of the new teachers, superstars. Superstars, amazing chain and happy and, and psychological and deep and looking for training. It's Mamish Kevaldik. This is an interesting problem, actually. He brings that over here. I, this is not what we're struggling with. Ula <laughs> But what happens if the student is super good? 
But if the chanech, if the student is yoytzim in a klal he's a superstar, he's a genius, then the mu'uvis is gadol pikama. The damage is even worse. She's a because the kid was prepared by Hashem to be a gadol b'yisrael, lahar ene yisrael, to be mamash gadol, to enlighten the whole klal yisrael. And the teacher didn't dedicate himself to realize that this kid I can demand more for, from. Right? It's not just a problem that the kids who have special needs and more needs don't get what they need. They, there are kids who you can push even more, they're also not getting. They say a bavus devart, they say that the, the chinuch system, I think it changed, but it used to be, is like the beds in Saddam. Right? And the beds in Saddam, if you were too short, they, they pulled you, made you bigger, stretched you out, and if you were too long, they, they cut you, they made you shorter. You see, the only difference is that in Saddam, if you were too tall, they cut off your legs. In the yeshiva system, if you're too great, they cut off your head. He's saying sometimes you have a kid who's a superstar. And the same idea of not giving individual chinuch not only doesn't care for the bottom that needs help, but it stunts the growth of the guys on top, squishing them into this regular mainstream curriculum. Somebody with a brilliant mind, who says that 100 is all he can know? He can know twice as much. So we're saying, no, no, we're happy with 100. Why? Because then every day that passes, and this Talmud, the student, is still dwelling in the maskeret of regular limudim, you're totally ruining his mahus. You're repressing him. You're compressing and squashing down this child from reaching his potential. Every day. Every day he gets there and he's like, instead of being inspired to learn, he's like, in his sleep he can get a hundred. I actually, I remember in yeshiva, there were a lot of guys that they just always got a hundred. They knew more than the teacher. I don't know how. They just knew everything. But they didn't have a lot of desire. Nobody said, you know what, come here, you. I want you to learn at night an extra this, an extra that. Make a separate program for them. Build them up. They were so relieved that they have one less kid to worry about. He's getting hundreds. Go home. But what do you mean? He can know twice as much. So where's the drive to make G'daylam? That's what he's saying, that those who, are, who should be G'daylam could be stunted in a regular yeshiva, in a regular masifta, and nobody's demanding anything more from them. Not the negative demanding where we're trying to get kids who can't to do. Kids who could do more, we should demand on them to do more. Adarabba, those kids would love it. Those kids would love a challenge that in addition to what they're learning at night, you're going to learn balpen, make, make all kinds of things for their brains. This is a, a, a bad pagam. It's a damage for the kid himself, but for the whole klal Yisrael. Klal Yisrael is going to lose out from another brilliant mind. All because they cut, they snipped off the wings for him to soar. And they gave him regular, regular stuff to learn. Famous Maisa that we know, that there was a boy who was in a regular yeshiva, and they told, they went to the Gadol Adar, and they told the Gadol Adar, this boy is not really doing good in Ion, and he wants to learn Bikiyas. You're talking about a very Chashava, Chashava boy. Mamash a top boy, Rosh Hashiva's son. And they said, what? You shouldn't learn in Panavish, you shouldn't learn in Iyun. And the God Aladar said, this boy, Hashem gave him a brain for Bikiyas. Stop punishing him. He took him out of the mainstream yeshiva, gave him Chavrusas and whatever, and the kid learned, 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 learned. Who was this boy? Reb Chaim Kanievsky. 
who is the Gadol Adar? His father, the stipler. The stipler saw that for Reb Chaim Kanievsky to become the Gadol Adar, it wouldn't happen if you stuck him in the curriculum. Isn't that interesting? He saw that for him, he needs Bikiyas. It's actually very interesting, because they all knew that, we all know his Bikiyas, there's nobody like him in the generation. But he wrote certain Svarim, and they said afterwards on him, the G'daylam said, I think Rabbi Yashiv said, and it's his father-in-law, Rabbi Yashiv is his father, yeah. Rabbi Yashiv said on him, I never knew how much Eun he knows. After he mastered the whole Bikiyas, turns out he was able to learn Eun also. But at that point, if they would have said, no, you go to yeshiva, you want to get a good shidduch, you have to learn iyun, we would have lost Subchaim Kanievsky because he would have been damaged from it, could have gotten depressed from it, wouldn't have felt fulfilled, it would have knocked the air out of him. Kaitzitz kanfei ruchoi snips the wings of the soul that he would never have sought to be a god ladar. That also is a damage that comes out of not individual chinuch. If you do a chesed with any of the G'daylim, the, the Medrash says, it's as if you do a chesed with the whole Klal Yisrael. Why? Because everybody gains from the G'dal. So you do a chesed to a G'dal, you do a chesed to Klal Yisrael. So much more so to somebody who is Oizer, who helps Lahamid Adam G'dal Yisrael to produce the Shtelavek a God will be Yisrael. And that's why we have to be careful in both ways. To give the individual curriculum, the individual attention, the individual attention and the individual curriculum to those who need it on the bottom and also the ones who are sticking out their heads on top. They also need individual attention to make sure we get the most out of every single kid. Our dar, he wrote this 30 years ago, is suffering a lot. We're losing out from producing a daily Torah. That with their kayak they can lift up and carry the whole dar. Why are we losing these? We're losing out, he's saying. We're not shtelling of Akadailam. Because instead of every kid coming to a classroom and we see Chaim is, is Ion, Maishi is, is Bikiyas, this guy is deep, this guy's fast, this guy's slow, and we give individual curriculum to every kid, instead, we put them all together, we lose the bottom, but we also lose the top. Very, very scary. And he's saying, I notice it. Our dar is soivil a lot that we don't have the Gadailam, Mishikhma Malamala, because when they were kids, they got regular standard Chenach. This is only half of. Chapter 4, we're going to continue next week with the rest of it.